الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومطاعنا محمد عبده ورسوله اما بعد فقد قال الله تعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وَإِذَا نَادَيْتُمْ إِلَى الصَّلَاةِ اتَّخَذُوهَا هُزُوًا وَلَعِبًا ذَلِكَ بِأَنَّهُمْ قَوْمٌ لَّا يَعْقِلُونَ صدق الله العظيم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الشيطان إذا سمع النداء ذهب حتى يكون مكان الروحاء أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم respected ulama ikram elders beloved brothers in islam last week we began a discussion with regards to the shi'ar or what we call the symbols of islam the signs of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon this earth one of them being the azan the importance that the shariat has given to the azan where rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that if we knew the value we'll draw swords latadarabu alayhi bisuyuf we'll start fighting with one another to be given the position and status which allah has allotted to a muazzin because of time constraints we couldn't complete the discussion at the end i alluded to one very very important principle when something is beloved to someone when something is valuable in the eyes of someone then this is a natural consequence that the enemies of that being will hate that same thing they will have nafrat for it they will want to be far away from it azan is beloved to allah azan is venerated given great azmat by allah how much allah loves azan we can understand based on this principle which i alluded to as to how much shaitan hates the azan hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam which i mentioned in the beginning rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said inna shaitan idha sami anida when the azan is called out what happens to shaitan one hadith zahaba hatta yakuna makan ar-ruha he starts running doesn't even want to hear the words of the azan runs rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said hatta yakuna makan ar-ruha until he reaches ruha which is 36 miles outside madina munawwara look at this analogy in this hadith 36 miles shaitan runs from the sound of the azan inna nida idha nudiya bis sala nada hadith famous hadith idha nudiya bis sala adbara wa lahu durat 
This word durat in Arabic, I touched on it last week also. What it means is to pass wind. Pass wind, but not just normal passing wind. Sometimes you get silent shots. Silent shots and everyone is looking, trying to blame the next person. This hadith is not silent. Durat means to pass wind with sound. In other words, this is not literal as I mentioned, because then you'll get, mashallah, our academia trying to quantify this. Shaitan is made out of fire. What is there in his digestive system that's going to make him pass wind with sound, whether it smells, whether it doesn't smell. This is an analogy. It is an analogy to indicate the extreme nafrat and hatred which shaitan has for azan. It's also to indicate the extreme fear that shaitan doesn't want to have anything to do with azan. Passes wind with noise, starts running. The question you and I have to ask ourselves, my respected brothers, is that today the situation of the ummah is such that shaitan already knows that this azan, mashallah, when it's called out, particularly at fajr time, out of every ten people that hear this azan, nine are not going to come to the masjid anyway. Nine are going to be sitting at home. Oh, in the busy working day, that business, mashallah, Muslim businessman, he's busy in his dun, in his nasha of dunya. Azan is going through one year, coming out of the other year. College students, school students involved in their studies, housewives in their cooking or sometimes in their shopping. Out of every ten in Durban, Muslims that will hear that azan, nine are going to ignore it. Shaitan already knows that. So why is he running? Why does he want to have nothing to do with this azan? Why does he have so much nafrat for this azan when he knows what is pertinent 14 centuries ago is pertinent now? Nabi Islam is not telling us that shaitan runs at the azan of Medina, Bilal's azan, radiallahu anhu. No. Today also, when shaitan knows that 90% of the believing ummah are going to ignore that azan, still he is running. Still he has so much nafrat. Still he has so much hatred for it. One of the important questions that we, you and I have to visit is why? What is it about azan that goes against the very grain and nature of shaitan? To understand that, we have to understand what is azan. What is the importance of azan? What is the message of azan? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam wanted his ummah to ponder and reflect over every letter and word of the azan. My Nabi Sallallahu said, listen to that azan attentively. Respond to every word of that azan. And dakhal al-jannah, your jannah is guaranteed. He said, read the dua after, send salawat upon me. Read the dua after azan. And halat lahu shafati. Make dua for wasila and my shafat, my intercession is guaranteed for you. He said, Addua al Adani Yurad. What is the underlying meaning of this hadith? Come early. Come early to the masjid. Be in the masjid at the time of Azan. Listen attentively to the Azan. And after the Azan, between the Azan and the Iqamat, this is such a Mubarak time. Because of that Azan, Rasulullah Wasallam says, Whatever dua you make, La yurad, Allah will never reject that dua. 
So why so much ihtimam? Why so much importance? My respected brothers, for this, for us to understand this, what is the message of azan? We talk about life's lessons. We talk about certain lessons that are absolutely important. You ask someone, if you look at the academic world, if you look at the schools and universities, there are certain asbaq lessons that society accepts. This is absolutely integral. This is absolutely important. You have to learn this. You have to acquire this knowledge. Today, unfortunately, because everything with us is quantified by rands and dollars, so when we talk of necessary knowledge, we talk of worldly degrees. Get a PhD, get a master's in physics, get a master's in chemistry, get a master's in geology. Then you have achieved something. Then you are intelligent. That is my and your perception. Intelligence in the eyes of Allah and His Rasul the most important lesson of life. Learn this and you have succeeded. Don't learn this. Fail to acquire this knowledge and there is no greater, more ignorant person than you. What is that lesson? That is, who is your creator? Who created the heavens and the earth? What does Allah want from me? What is the map of my life? How do I please Allah? How do I displease Allah? What is the road to Allah? My respected brothers, understand this or don't understand this. Accept this or don't accept this. What I have just mentioned is the very basis of intelligence. And it is the object of my and your life. If you have understood who is Allah, and what pleases Allah, and what takes you to Allah, more intelligent than you, there is no one. If you have failed to understand that, more ignorant than you, there is no one. You can have 10 PhDs and write 20 theses and do whatever you want. Like they give one, there's one amusing anecdote. They say once, there was a few college students traveling on a ship. The sailor or the one who was controlling the ship was an old man. So they told him, Chacha, once, you know, worldly knowledge, academia, sometimes it gets to the mind of the person. He gets carried away. So the one youngster proudly, he says to the sailor, Chacha, you know physics? He says, my son, today is the first time in my life I even heard that word. I don't even know what is physics. Say, you haven't studied physics, half your life is gone. Then the other one, other youngster, also college student, he said, Chacha, you know chemistry? He said, I don't know, I'm, I'm a simple person. He said, half your life is gone. Third one says, you know zoology? He said, I never even heard of that, what is zoology? He said, you haven't studied zoology, half your life is gone. And then a storm starts. And now the ship is being tossed around. Then the sailor turns to those three students and says, My sons, tell me, do you know how to swim? So they say, no, we don't know how to swim. So he said, half my life is gone, all your life is gone. This knowledge, this knowledge, who is Allah? Who is my maker? Why have I come into this world? What is success? What is failure? We talk of lessons of life. Allah's qasam. 
there is no more integral and important lesson than this lesson. Learn this and you have succeeded. Fail to learn this and there is no greater failure than you. And it is an indication of the manifest mercy, compassion and kindness of Allah that the most important lesson of life, Allah has made it accessible to everyone. How important it is? It is the command of my Allah. It is the teaching of my Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam that before that baby opens its eyes also, it has just entered into the world, teach that child the most important lesson of life. From that time, start this lesson, start the sabak, don't wait for school, don't wait for your madrasa, don't wait for university, don't wait. From the first second, start teaching that child the most important lesson of life. Because in Azan, in Azan, and in the message of Azan, and in the lessons of Azan, are the lessons of life. Are the, the recipe, the formula for dunya, qabr, and akhirat is contained in our Azan. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. This is why... This is why shaitan hates the azan. He knows 90% are not going to come to the masjid. But this message of the azan goes against the very grain of the entire life's effort of shaitan. What is shaitan's effort? Materialism. What is shaitan's effort? Atheism. What is shaitan's effort? Deny the existence of Allah. Modernism. Running behind the dunya. Anything to do with Allah, with Rasulullah with Deen, with Islam, goes against the very grain of the mission of Shaitan. This is why Shaitan becomes so annoyed. How are you going to stop this call? From every gully, every alley, every ravine, every mountain, whether it's a cold area, whether it's a warm area, the length and breadth of the earth... Such a system has been put into place that every second of every day throughout the entire world at any given time there is this message Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Greatness only belongs to Allah Every power belongs to Allah. Ya nas, antumul Allah. O people, every one of you is fakir, beggar, useless, zero, bankrupt before Allah. Wallahu huwal hamid. Allah is ghani, independent of this entire creation. And Allah is the only one worthy of praise. Wallahul. Look at the way Quran calls out. Kibar, Akbar, greatness, majesty, loftiness. Greatness only belongs to Allah. He is the mighty, He is the wise. Kan pakarkar. Hold your ears and five times a day listen to that call. Let it reverberate within you let it resonate within you let your heart make this pukar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar as a baby this was the first call that entered your ears let it be the last call that enters your ears when you are leaving this world let your life revolve around this Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar first lesson of azan 
second lesson of azan ashhadu an la ilaha illallah ashhadu an la ilaha illallah the greatest neki the greatest good deed anyone can perform is la ilaha illallah لا إله إلا الله لا مالك إلا الله لا رازق إلا الله لا مهيمن إلا الله لا عزيز إلا الله لا جبار إلا الله لا متكبر إلا الله قل اللهم مالك الملك تؤتي الملك من تشاء وتنزع الملك ممن تشاء وتعز من تشاء وتذل من تشاء بيدك الخير إنك على كل شيء قدير تولج الليل في النهار وتولج النهار في الليل وتخرج الحي من الميت وتخرج الميت من الحي وترزق من تشاء من تشاء بغير حساب او الله you are the owner of every kingdom you are the one who brings day you are the one who brings night you are the one who gives respect you are the one who raises up you are the one who brings down life is in your hands death is in your hands stretch your hand out to no one but allah rely on no one but allah depend on no one but allah Break down the idols of every ghay from this heart jo la kaha wo la hua wo la bhi usme la hua juz la hua kul la hua phir kya hua allah hua allah hua ashhadu an la ilaha illa allah this sabah this lesson has to be learned again and again and again it has to be repeated over and over again jaddidu imanakum my nabi said refresh your iman renew your iman enliven your iman with la ilaha illallah he said the one who says la ilaha illallah 100 times a day his face will shine like the 14 full moon on the day of judgment he said say la ilaha illallah wallahu akbar wala hawla wala quwwata illa billah and allah will wipe away your sins even though they be as many as the foam of the waves of the ocean my nabi said i can see the people of la ilaha illallah rising up from their qabrs rising up from their graves and as they rise up they will say it will come on their lips alhamdulillah alladhi adhhaba anna alhazan allah who has removed every dukh every calamity every sorrow every grief from us La ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah don't take that azan lightly these are life's lessons this is our purpose this is our object we have to keep revisiting this we have to keep renewing this atheism is out there modernism is out there materialism is out there the traps of shaitan are out there but the qasam of my allah the solution allah has kept in azan the solution allah has kept in this this is why my nabi said when that muazzin says ashhadu allah ilaha illallah from your heart min qalbihi it comes in the riwayat min qalbihi from your heart also you also say ashhadu allah ilaha illallah third lesson of azan third lesson of azan ashhadu anna muhammadar rasulullah ashhadu anna muhammadar rasulullah you want success 
You want to find Allah, you want to bring the oneness of Allah, you want the taluk of Allah, you want the closeness of Allah, you want Jannat, whatever you want. My Allah has kept it in the medium of Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَمَا آتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُوهُ My Allah commands you, what Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has given you, hold on to it. What Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has prohibited you from, stay away from it. قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهِ وَيَغْفِلْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ Your love for Allah, your closeness with Allah, your relationship with Allah is zero, can never be established unless you will grab hold to the diamond, the cloak, the way of life of Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ki Muhammad se wafatune to hum tere hai ye jahan cheez hai kya lo qalam tere hai like Allama Iqbal rahimahullah put it that come on the wafadari on the true allegiance of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Allah will be yours what is this world this world is nothing Adopt the way of life of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Allah will give you the pen of taqdeer. Write down your own taqdeer. Such a Nabi, Ali radiallahu ta'ala, even the inanimate objects recognized his shan. Ali radiallahu ta'ala says, I walked with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Mastaqbalahu hajar, wala shajar, wala madar, illa qala as-salatu wassalamu alayka ya Rasulullah. Ali radiallahu anhu says, we walked in Makkah, we didn't pass by a tree, we didn't pass by a stone, we didn't pass by a sand heap, except that it addressed him and said, as-salatu wassalamu alayka ya Rasulullah. One journey my Nabi is on, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Sahaba come to a well, the water is salty, the water is bitter, the water cannot even be drunk. My Nabi's Mubarak saliva enters that well and miraculously the water becomes sweet. One journey sahaba say, they come to a well completely dry. My Nabi says to them, any of you has any water? They hand it over to him. My Nabi gargles with that water, then puts that water into the well. Sahaba say, in front of our eyes, the well filled up with water. Such a Nabi, Azan, it's mentioned, Mufti Taqi Osmani Sahib, Rahmatullah in one bayan, he mentions, several centuries ago, there was one person who made false claim of being a Nabi. My Nabi said, there will be Dajjalun, there will be Kazzabun that will falsely claim to be prophets after Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. There was one such person. Obviously, every, every Munkir, every sect of Batil, few chelas they'll get. So he got a few followers. Now he's traveling with a few of his followers. This happened a few centuries ago. Comes to one village. Late at night, it's bitterly cold. There's no animal outside also. Freezing cold. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden they can hear from somewhere, Azan, Ashadu anna Muhammad rasulullah Ashadu anna Muhammad rasulullah This false, so-called false prophet, this Dajjal, says to his followers, what is that? They say that is the Azan. Someone is calling out the Azan, bitterly cold. How much do you pay your Muazzin? Today we don't give the Muazzin a second glance. Today we don't give the Muazzin any real respect. They say, Bangi Saab. 
or let him become the launderer of the masjid. This is our attitude. Yet Rasulullah wasallam said, لا يدود في قبره لا يدود في قبره The doctor and lawyer and engineer, their bodies will become the fodder of the insects of the grave. Allah will make the body of a muazzin haram on the insects of the grave. Tilka luhumun harramaha Allahu ala nar. Clear hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. My Nabi told Umar, Umar, the body of a muazzin, Allah has made it haram on Jahannam. The body of a muazzin, Allah has made it haram on Jahannam. Late at night, bitterly cold. Freezing cold. No animal is out also. Someone is standing on the minaret of the masjid. Ashadu anna Muhammadar Rasulullah. Immediately this Dajjal says to his followers that listen, I give up my claim to be a prophet. I give up my claim. They say, what happened? They say, he says, this type of protocol. This type of protocol. In this freezing cold. In this darkness. For this call to arise. Ashadu anna Muhammadar Rasulullah. In the depths of darkness, this can only be for a true prophet. This type of protocol can only be for a true prophet. This is why I give up and I accept that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the final prophet of Allah. Lesson of azan, lesson of azan, the way to Allah, the way to Allah is Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and of the teachings of the teachings of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam what is the most important what is the most important what is the distinction what is the defining characteristic Al-Ahdulladhi Bainana Wa Bainahumus Salah My Nabi said the distinction Kaan kol kar sun lena Listen with the ears of Iman Listen with the ears of Iman My Nabi said the distinction Between Iman and Kufr Muslim Kafir Muslim Kafir What is the distinction? What is the defining line? My Nabi said As-Salah As-Salah Faman tarakaha Faqad kafar He who abandons his Salah He has committed Kufr He who abandons his Salah He has committed Kufr Awwalu ma yuhasabu bihil abdu yawm al-qiyamah The first And ask me about on the day of judgment, my Nabi Islam said, the first our salah, our salah, our salah. He said, get this right, and everything else will come right. Of the teachings of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the most important, the first fundamental, Khayya ala salah, Khayya ala salah, lesson of azan, lesson of azan, come to salah. Allahu Akbar, look at Allah's shafqat. Look at Allah's muhabbat. Look at Allah's compassion. Look at Allah's kindness. Quran, aqimus salah. Establish salah. Establish salah. Allah could have commanded the muazzin to say that also. What is hayya? Hayya is, is, is an Arabic expression. Like when you, when you want to humbly, with humility, invite your guests. It's an Arabic muhawara synonym. That hayya halal. Hayya halal. Welcome, welcome. Ajao, Mubarak Baad, like I will say. Ajao, Mubarak Baad. This is Hayya. Hayya. Allah doesn't say that. Allah commands the most. Hayya. Come, my banda. 
Come my slave, the doors of your Allah's mercy are open. Buyuti, buyuti fil ardil masajid. Ammaruha, zuwaruha, fatuba, liman tatahara fi baytihi, thumma zarani, fahakkun ala al-mazur, an yukri mazairahu. Allahu Akbar. Rasulullah Sallallahu says, Allah says, my houses on the earth are the masjids. Farsala, Farsala is not for the home. O oh, men of the Ummah of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Farsala is with Jamaat. Farsala is in the Masjid. It can be COVID, it can be a storm, it can be freezing cold, whatever it is. Hayala Salah, come to the Masjid. Allah says, my houses on the earth are the Masjids. Those who will, those who will, those who will make the masjid abad, those who are the people of the masjid, Ummaruha, Zuwaruha, Allah says they are my guests, they are my, my mehman, Fatuba, Mubarak, glad tidings to the one who makes wuzu at home. And then it should have been, I mentioned this many times before, literally it should have been, Thumma ja'il al-masjid, Thumma dhahaba ila al-masjid, Thumma masha'il al-masjid, made wuzu, then he left, then he walked, then he proceeded. Allah doesn't say that. On the tongue of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa what does Allah say? He made wuzu at home, then he came to visit me. Then he became my mehman, summazarani. And then Allah says, I make it compulsory. There is nothing compulsory on Allah. Allah says, I make it compulsory on myself to make the ikram of my guests. And yukrima zairahu, don't take this salah lightly. Khayala salah, khayala salah. And businessman, college student, housewife, you think... That businessman thinks if he leaves his shop, takes out time for his salah, comes to the masjid, na'uzubillah, summa na'uzubillah, some financial loss, you're going to lose something, your problem not going to get solved. To clear this doubt, to remove it from the hearts and the minds, next expression, khayyal al-falah, khayyal al-falah, success is in coming to the masjid. Give up every obstacle that is stopping you from your salah. That is not an obstacle to your livelihood. That is not an obstacle to your success. Coming to the masjid is the road to success. Istainu, istainu, bisabri was salah. May Allah says, you want Allah's help. You want your duas to be accepted. You want to get the closeness of Allah. You want your parashani, your depression, your problems to be solved. Take the help of Allah through salah. Success is in salah. Khayyala salah. Khayyala salah. And, and listen with the ears of iman. Those who will be in the first saf. Those who will be in the first saf. Those who will come early to the masjid. Those who are the people of the masjid. Those whose hearts are attached to the masjid. Mafum of the riwayat. My Nabi said on the day of judgment also, the people of the first saf will be in the first saf in akhirat. The people of the first saf of this dunya will be in the first saf of akhirat. The people of the first saf of this dunya will be in the first saf of akhirat. And salah is difficult. Salah is not in my life. Where must I start? How must I bring it? Kaan kol kar lena. The key, the key, the nature, the essence is fajr salah. 
Fajr Salah, Fajr Salah. That is why one edition, one edition in the in the Azan of Fajr. As-salatu khayrun minan noom. As-salatu khayrun minan noom. In other words, guard your Fajr Salah. Guard your Fajr Salah. Why? Allahu Akbar. What did my Nabi say? Man salla subha fi jama'atin. The one who makes his Fajr Salah in jama'at. The one who makes his Fajr Salah in jama'at. فَهُوَ فِي ذِمَّةِ اللَّهِ Allah give us the understanding of this. فَهُوَ فِي ذِمَّةِ اللَّهِ He is in the direct protection of Allah. Allah becomes his hami. Allah becomes his sati. Allah becomes his wali. Allah becomes his wakil. Allah becomes his nasir. Allah becomes his shaheed. The one who makes his fajr salah, then he proceeds to the marketplace. He is going with the flag of iman. The flag of iman. The one who doesn't perform his fajr salah. When he goes to the marketplace, when he goes to the shop, when he goes to the business, what is he going with? He is going with the flag of shaitan. How does he expect barakat? How does he expect blessing? Mafum of the hadith, the one who doesn't wake up for fajr, doesn't make wuzu, doesn't come to the masjid, doesn't perform fajr salah, shaitan urinates in the ears of such a person. Ask ourselves this question, Allah protect us. The one who for years is missing his fajr, his ears, his body is a gutter of filth, filth of shaitan. The urine of shaitan is draining the body of such a person. Allah protect us from this. Don't take Fajr Salah lightly. Don't take any Salah lightly. But the nature, the essence is Fajr. Guard your Fajr. Guard your Fajr, inshallah, through the barakat of that all five Salah will come into life. This is why special Sabah, special Sabah, addition, addition. Understand my respected brothers, you address someone. You address, hey, bye. Hey, listen. You call him one time, he doesn't listen. Then you shout, hey, I'm calling you. Still he doesn't listen. Then what do you say? Are you deaf? What's wrong with you? Are you deaf? Five times a day, Allah is calling for you. Hayya ala salah. Hayya ala al-falah. As-salatu khayrun minan noom. Are you deaf? What is wrong with you? Why aren't you listening to that call? Yes, you are deaf. What? The ear of your heart is deaf. The eye of your heart is deaf. This heart is a dead heart. Allah says, La ta'mal absar. La ta'mal absar. Walakin ta'mal qulubul latifi sudur. Allah says, The eyes are not blind, but the hearts have become blind. If a person is living, you take one needle and poke him, he'll wake up. If he's dead, if he's a dead corpse, take a knife and cut his body, it will make no effect. This is the analogy of a person who does not respond to the azan. His heart is dead. He is a corpse. Allah forgive me, Allah forgive you. This is blunt language. There's no other way of putting it, my respected brothers. Islam and kufr is salah. Islam and kufr is salah. Islam and kufr is salah. Umar radiallahu anhu said, salah is like the head in the body. If there is no head, there is no body. If there is no salah, Allah's qasam, that heart is dead. That heart is dead. La ta'amal afsar, walakin ta'amal qulubu allati fis sudur. The mercy of my Allah. Fajr time his caller called you. Still you defied. Zor- 
defy, Asa he called you, still you defy, Maghrib he called you, still he defied, Isha he called you, still you defied. How much longer are you going to make dushmani with Allah? How do you expect there to be barakat? How do you expect there to be joy and muhabbat in your home? How do you expect to connect with Allah, with the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Listen to that azan. Respond to the azan. Come early into the masjid. Respond to it. Make dua. Every chance you are being given over and over again. A dua you read. Dua is not rejected between the azan and the iqamat. And then final lesson of azan. The first two lessons are repeated. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. Six times. Every azan, this pukar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, the greatest lesson of life, the formula to success, the formula to salvation, the formula to intelligence by the qasam of my Allah is contained in this azan. Don't take the azan lightly, respond to the azan, ponder over the azan and learn the lessons of azan. Allah give us tawfiq wa